New jingle, new voices. Welcome to this special guest season of Retrain Your Brain with me, chartered psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang. In this season, I am privileged to speak to so many well-being guest experts to learn all about their field and to give you loads of practical tips and tools to live your best life. My next guest is Susie Sawyer, clinical nutritionist from Alive, the supplement range for all ages. And you can find out a little bit more about Alive at www.feelaliveuk.com. Susie is on a mission to inform, motivate, educate, and empower people to improve their health and well-being through nutrition. Welcome, Susie. Thank you, Audrey. It's lovely to be here. At a recent event, uh, Dr. Hilary Jones said, the first question a vet will ask you if you bring your pet in is what do you feed your pet? Because they can get a really good idea of what could be at the root of the pet's problems. And a GP doesn't ask that question. And he asked, he questioned whether that would be preventing us from getting to the causes of the problem sooner. So I wondered if you'd enlighten us a little bit on the relationship between our mental health and our gut health. I think that's such an interesting statement there that, that Dr. Hillary said, because it does emphasize the fact that the doctor doesn't ask us what we eat and it's a shame and, and maybe things will change. What's been interesting through COVID is that you know, all the talk of these people that are having so many problems and obesity and all sorts of things that they know people are actually suffering more. And at no point has anybody said, take these steps to look at what you're eating. So I think that's really interesting. But in terms of how it affects our mental health, if what's happening in the gut is not working, then nothing else will. For example, I see people who are depressed and they have gut problems. So it's not just because they've got symptoms that they've got, got gut problems, it's because everything stems from the gut. And that's primarily because of the gut-brain access. The gut-brain access is communication between the gut and the brain, and it works both ways. A lot of people don't realise that, for example, 70% of our serotonin, which is our happy hormone, is produced in our gut. But if our gut is not working properly, then that isn't going to happen. And a lot of that, when I talk about guts working properly, I'm talking really about the gut microbiome because it really stems from that. You know, the gut microbiome, it's the good, the friendly bacteria that we talk about a lot. People think, oh, I've got all this gut bacteria, this bacteria in my gut. But thank goodness we have. I mean, they, it plays such an essential role in overall health, but particularly for mental well-being. It's, it's really interesting what you say about serotonin because that's the the hormone that sort of helps regulate our sleep and our digestion and all of those functions and of course if that's not being produced and we're not sleeping that has other repercussions and I guess the gut is really almost like the root of it whereas this we talk a lot more about the secondary effects. Yes, exactly. The gut actually is the second brain. Yes. Always refer to it as the second brain. And that's right. We'll look for other reasons of what's going wrong if somebody's health is not great and all the other things. But obviously from a nutritional point of view, and as a nutritionist, it's the first place we go to is the gut always. 
because we know that everything stems from the gut. And yes, the example of serotonin is a very good one. You know, serotonin is, I always call it a happy hormone, but it's to do with mood, motivation. And then serotonin produces our sleep hormone, as you said, melatonin. So of course, if the pathway is not being activated, people then get low mood, but also, as you say, they're not sleeping. And then all the other problems stem from that. We have enough problems sleeping as it is. From our alive poll, we know that unfortunately, sleep has become a lot worse through the pandemic for obvious reasons. And we know that women have actually fared a lot worse actually with the sleep situation. One of the biggest things I'm taking away from this is I only think about diet and nutrition when I'm trying to lose weight or get a bit fitter. It's very compartmentalized. But realistically, we need to be thinking about our nutritional health overall for our well-being. Again, the Alive poll, which was really interesting, found that 40% of people never take stock of whether um, they're meeting their nutritional needs. People don't necessarily realise that it's their nutrition that's the root of the problem. They'll find all sorts of other reasons yes. of what's wrong or why something's not working. But sometimes people will resist the nutritional side. And of course, it is the cornerstone of wellness. If your nutrition is not right, nothing else is going to work properly. And a lot of that is down to nutrient deficiencies as well. We know from our national diet and nutrition surveys that we have um, severe nutrient deficiencies across the whole population, particularly with iron, vitamin mm. B12, and we need vitamin B12 for our mental well-being. It's essential for the nervous system. Iron's also um, very important in mental well-being. Iodine is another one, vitamin C. So all of these nutrients that we know are deficient are also very much associated with mental well-being. Say we've got some listeners who are thinking, okay, for my children, I can start them on a healthy diet and that's great. But for me, I've got certain food preferences or maybe I can't overhaul my diet anymore. I've got allergies. What about supplements? Are they an option for us? We always take the food first approach, mm. but we have these severe nutrient deficiencies, which absolutely impacts on our overall well-being. So this is where supplementation becomes an almost an essential part mm. of the whole nutritional package. Mm. And particularly if you've got fatty eaters, then they are not going to be getting the nutrients that they need and and you'll look for all sorts of other reasons why perhaps your child isn't learning correctly or has behavioral problems or all these other things but actually it's honing into what you're taking in nutritionally so from a from a supplementary point of view yes it's absolutely essential as i said food first but then if you take a, a good quality high potency multivitamin and mineral i mean i i'm the the UK formulator for Alive. If you're taking multivitamin and mineral, I've done all the hard work for you because I've balanced those nutrients as they need to be. They're legally compliant for the UK. They're based on what our population needs. And of course, one of the nutrients that our population absolutely needs and has to supplement is vitamin D. Of course, that's also very, very important for mental well-being, particularly, again, with children with their growing bones, 
their immune health, their teeth. So again, that's a very good example. And Public Health England, of course, endorsed the fact that through the winter months, we do need to be taking a supplement of vitamin D. So that's a very good example there of everybody. And But also where you've got veganery is uh, very important at the moment for obvious reasons. And there's a lot more people uh, turning vegan. And, and of course, that's great. But we need to be aware that there's a potential for vitamin B12 deficiency so therefore again supplementation is important but also in terms of a daily top up the body needs 45 different nutrients in any one day so you think how hard that is to do that and that's where again supplementation i always say it's like um like a really cost effective insurance policy you're hopefully preventing things down the track but also improving how you feel today and tomorrow You're absolutely right. And stay with us because after this, I want to ask about how we can get people to even take supplements when we don't like taking tablets. I was prescribed vitamin D tablets. That's fine. I'm happy to take them. I'm used to it. My husband, however, does not like taking tablets, but Alive does gummies. And I had never come across gummies as supplements before. And he takes it no problem now. (laughs) And is this, it's more palatable. Absolutely. The gummies are slightly lower in potency just because the format of a gummy means that you can't get as much in. You, You get the most, in terms of actually what you can put in a tablet is more than you can in the gummy. However, The way that I formulated them is that you're still getting the whole, the range of the key nutrients, the vitamins and minerals that you need on a daily basis, including the vitamin D. So you're quite right. There's so many people, they won't carry on with things. We need to just keep encouraging them, don't we? And um, I think the, the gummies are actually, they're so, so popular. And because they are so palatable and they are great for vegetarians, they are pectin based so they don't stick to your teeth either and they are really delicious but the point is you're getting most of what you need in that the other really great thing about the alive brand is that all of the formulations contain our unique blend of 26 fruits and vegetables so it's very unique but it's a top up it's it's a lovely top up to the diet so particularly where you've got fatty eaters or anybody really everybody can do with a top up of their fruits and veg every day and with children is there a lower age limit where we need to be mindful of taking supplements so what age can they start and i'm sure it'll say on the on the bottles yes for sure yes from age 3 upwards some of the higher potency products that we have, the ultras range are not suitable for children, but all the, the gummies are, and we have a vitamin D and calcium gummy. We've got an immune support gummy, which is fantastic for all the family. So yes, children three to 12 take one and 12 and over take two. So it's, yeah, the dosages are all there, but yes, children don't need to miss out. We have specific products for children as well, a chewable tablet. And that's great because what you're also able to do is if you're taking the supplements, you're modeling it for your children. So you're already setting down good practices. So with regards to healthy practices, what if someone is listening to this and thinking, okay, I need to do something. I'm a bit overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. Have you got any simple things that we could do tomorrow to really kickstart our gut health? 
The main thing for gut health, really, what the gut loves is colourful fruits and vegetables. It's like a garden. I always think that I always refer to the gut microbiome as a garden that needs to be tended, nurtured, loved and fed. And what it loves is colourful fruits and vegetables and fibrous foods, which of course are fruits and vegetables. And so they, they act as what we call prebiotics. So they are feeding and nurturing the bacteria that's already there. It's not a question of counting your portions of fruits and veg. That's too complicated because an apple portion is different to a tomato portion. So it's, that's difficult for people, especially people with busy lives. But I just say, look at the color on your plate. I would say I refer to a rainbow. That's a really good way of communicating to children as well. You know, can you eat your rainbow every day? You can challenge them. You can have a chart on the wall. Have you eaten your rainbow today? Every single fruit and vegetable has a colour. You can challenge the children to write those colours. You know, so green, you've got apples. Red, you've got peppers. Violet, you've got blueberries. You know, so try and get to that rainbow every day it, or, or at least think more you're then actually you can communicate that really well to your children but it just puts more of that into your mind and you can also use frozen fruits and vegetables it's worth just stocking up with some broccoli and some peas and maybe some frozen berries yes because then you've always got those in your freezer the nutrient level in the frozen fruits and vegetables is very, very good because it's frozen at the point it's harvested in a lot of yes. cases. So just simple things. Don't overthink it. If you've got fatty eaters and you've given them a little challenge like this, they might be more keen to have it on their plate mm. because they're getting they're getting um, a star for it yes. or whatever the, the treat is or, or a little treat or whatever. But, or even just putting it into soups or blending it you don't need to again it doesn't need to be a recipe for a soup you can just boil up some potatoes and leeks and carrots and parsnips and you know whatever's sort of left in the fridge you don't and with some stock and some few herbs or something it doesn't need to be you do not need to be a cordon bleu cook at all this is fantastic advice so where can we read more find out more about yourself and alive vitamins as well there's quite a lot of information on the website but we also um and i write alongside alive we have a, a website called herbfacts herbfacts.co.uk which is an information website which talks all about herbs it talks all about nutrients and there's lots and lots of information on there and all the research as well there's lots of science on there as well which you can have a look at so those two are, are really good information sources i'm the as i say the nutritionist working for live i'm always around i i answer all the the customer queries and uh hopefully you know give everybody the information that they need hopefully that's helped and inspired people to really kind of boost and kickstart their health and their mental well-being for 2022. Definitely. And I will have those links on our Facebook page. Susie, thank you so much for joining me today. That's a pleasure. Thank you very much, Audrey. It's been lovely. And that's all we have time for. But if you'd like to find out more, do go to my website, which is www.draudreyt.com and check out my articles, which give you practical tools to live your best life. Or you can go to my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Audrey Tang, Tools to Thrive.